Reports that Health Canada has pulled contaminated joints off of some store shelves in the province. For more on that, here's our man on marijuana, Mitchell Osak, head of Quanta Consulting, joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mitchell, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you too, Jeff. All right, what exactly is uh, going on here? Uh, What are these joints? What did uh, Health Canada find? What have they been contaminated with? Um, they've been contaminated with mold and bacteria. And, and s- let me be clear, it was a voluntary recall by the uh, licensed producer Atlas Growers. And it was really about 11,000 pre-rolled joints, which sounds like a lot, but in the greater scheme of things, considering how many millions of grams and joints that are sold around the country every year, that's not a lot. All right, but contaminated with uh, mold and uh, other substances, this is not something obviously uh, consumers were uh, paying for, buying uh, into. I mean, just how prevalent is this, do you think? Well, um, I don't think it's very prevalent. Most licensed producers use a process called irradiation, which is basically blasting the product with radiation. And it sounds a lot worse than it really is, but in effect, it's like walking through an airport scanner. Licensed producers do this to destroy any mold or bacteria that arises from the growing process. What we don't know in this particular case is whether the mold and bacteria came when the product was on the shelf at the wholesaler or the retailer, or whether it left um, the licensed producer. I believe, and what I've heard, is that when the product left the licensed producer, it was totally clean, bacteria, and mold-free. So is the concern over uh, storage and handling of the product, or does a joint, does a marijuana come with a uh, best-before date, and did the best-before date just expire on these? Well, I, I don't believe these came with a best-before date, and I don't believe any, any cannabis products do, but cannabis is like food and it's like anything else. We want to uh, make sure it gets sold through to the consumer from the retail shelf as soon as possible. My understanding is that this product was on the shelf for seven months, at least uh, one to seven months. So chances are it was sitting around a little bit. Lots of cannabis products sits around a little bit. It sits in government warehouses. And that potentially is a problem if it's not moved quickly through the system. All right. When we talk about a best before date, uh, Mitchell, is there a date stamped on joints on uh, marijuana products that says this product was produced, uh, you know, on such and such a date? Because as a consumer and you draw a parallel to food here, I mean, my produce, I would like as fresh as possible. Uh, and same goes for my marijuana. I think I would rather have the one month old joint rather than the seven month old one. Uh, absolutely. You know, the fresher the, the cannabis, the better. Um, from both from a quality, a texture, a moisture perspective. But cannabis is like fruit and, and vegetables that you buy in a store. Um, you don't necessarily know how old that apple is. And truth be told, apple season in Canada, as you know, is in the fall. And yet we still have a lot of apples on the shelves. Right. And many of those apples have been stored for, for months on end. Cannabis is not that different. So this is absolutely an unfortunate circumstance. I will tell you it's extremely rare. Um, It is a voluntary recall um, by the company, but nonetheless, you don't want to see it. The truth of the matter is lots of our food also gets recalled, as you probably know, as do our cars and other products. So um, I'm not happy about it. Certainly, it's a bit of an embarrassment, but it's not something that's completely out of the ordinary. 
All right, what sort of safeguards are in place for marijuana consumers? I mean, are there regular inspections that go on, much like uh, restaurants? And, uh, you know, we've, of course, got to, in restaurant windows, if you can remember back to going to a, a restaurant pre-pandemic, you know, that kind of, uh, you know, uh, traffic light code, red, yellow, uh, green. Is there any sort of safeguards uh, in place similar to restaurants for those that are going into a pot shop? Well, okay, so... I'm not sure about a pot shop, but let's take this uh, to the root cause, the licensed producer, because those are the folks that recall the product. There is a very strict um, National Health Canada regulatory regime that governs quality processes and standards. It's extremely strict. And what you probably uh, would recall with the CanTrust episode is that Health Canada will come in and they will shut down a licensed producer. So from a production perspective, the, the typical Canadian consumer, whether it's an edible or a joint or regular loose flour, is well taken care of with a very strict regime. What happens in a, a retailer and potentially what happens in a wholesaler in terms of what really is going on there, that's that's another story. But when the product leaves a licensed producer, it's clean and it's safe. So do you believe, just uh, finally here, uh, Mitchell, that as this industry continues to evolve, part of its evolution uh, might be, uh, you know, a little more regulation, some uh, safeguards uh, that are put in place? I don't think, Jeff, that this is going to uh, incite Health Canada to get even stricter on the regulations. The regulations are absolutely fine. And it's important to note in this particular case, there were no consumer complaints around symptoms or around anyone getting sick. So uh, absolutely no one wants to you know, consume product that has mold and bacteria. But in reality, this is going to happen considering the millions of grams of product that's being sold. I don't anticipate Health Canada to get any stricter on that, but I'd like to see um, obviously uh, licensed producers eliminate this problem completely. And by and large, most have. This is still very infrequent and it's only impacted, I would say in the last year, maybe five or six licensed producers maximum. All right, Mitchell, appreciate the time and the update as always. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jeff. Be well. You too. Mitchell Osak is the head of Quanta Consulting.